0: Well, let's get into God's word this morning uh, so we can get to our prayer time. Uh, and that's where we're going to be in Second Thessalonians chapter number 3. Second Thess- Thessalonians chapter number 3. And if you're returning there, you're welcome to do that. But I'm just going to keep moving forward. Uh, there's a poem I found that speaks of a prayer for missions. And it reads, God of truth and love, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Hear our prayer for those who do not know you. We ask that they may see it to a saving knowledge of the truth and that your name may be praised among all peoples of the world. Sustain, inspire, and enlighten your servants who bring them to the gospel. Bring fresh vigor to wavering faith. Sustain our faith when it is fragile, still fragile. Continually renew missionary zeal in ourselves and in the church. Raise up new missionaries who will follow you to the ends of the world. Make us witnesses to your goodness, full of love, strength and faith for your glory and the salvation of your entire world. You know, as I thought about this poem, there's much truth to it when regarding to praying for missions. Missionaries need to be sustained and they need to be renewed in faith on a daily basis. And it can be lonely and depressing at times. Perhaps you've read a few biographies of missionaries in years gone by. I think of Adoniram Judson, who many times found himself in states of depression. I said there was one time he went out and dug a ditch and sat in front of it after, I think, one of his children died. You know, they can be very lonely, can be very struggling, very challenging. You know, when was the last time you seriously took time to read through a missionary prayer letter? That comes to your churches and on the wall or in however they may use, post those messages. You know, sometimes they're short. Sometimes they're long. But each time a missionary will do their best to share with you their heart concerning the ministry that God has placed them in. Sharing what's happening on the field, what's happening in their lives, what's happening uh, in the ministries that God has placed them with, the people they're engaging on a daily basis. You know if you read through Paul's epistles, you know, yes, he challenges the churches about different things going on in those as he shares his concerns with them, but you could look at Paul's epistles also as missionary prayer letters, for in them he shares not only what's happening in many places but also uh what's happening in his own life and his own heart. He's bearing it out and telling them the struggles and challenges he's personally facing in his life as well and, you know uh, and so. These are prayer letters, and it should take some time to read them, encourage them. But through them, we see what's going on in these ministries around the world. And in our passage today, we find one of those times where Paul shares his personal heart. And he challenges God's people to pray for him. And from verses 1 through 1 through really verses 1 and 2, we see two things that Paul challenges us regarding praying for him. First of all, we find in verse one, he says, Pray for our proclamation. Pray for our proclamation. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified, even as it is with you. You know, not as he asks it here in 2 Thessalonians, but many of us other epistles he writes. Pray for us that the gospel would go forth. You know, in Ephesians chapter six, where Paul's putting those finishing touches on, on, The armor of God, he concludes that section beginning of verse 18 says, pray always with prayer and supplication in the spirit. And for me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. He says, as you go forth and you begin to tighten the straps down of that armor that you put on each day through prayer, remember to pray for me. And that the gospel would go forth. And it would spread around the world. And so as we in our own personal lives take that time to to strap on that armor every day. And we take those straps and we tighten them down with prayer. Asking the Lord to give us grace and help in our day. Pray for those that are out sharing the gospel around the world. That their message would not fall on deaf ears. Ask God to fulfill the promises about his word. That it won't return void that it will pierce that heart and convict that sinner to trust Christ as their Savior. And pray that the missionaries who've been in the city's faithful service be filled with the Spirit of God, and they would have that holy boldness that only comes from God. Pray that they would have wisdom how to go about presenting the gospel plainly and clearly in a way that others would understand. Pray for our proclamation, Paul says. As we go to prayer today and we remember these servants around the world, we pray for missions around the world. Let us pray for that proclamation. Pray that it wouldn't fall in those deaf ears, that it would would take root in hearts and lives, and that souls would be saved. But then in verse 2, Paul also brings out this aspect of pray for our protection. Pray for our protection. And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. You know, in some places around this world, people are not knocking on your door. Some are closed countries where it's illegal to preach the gospel and lead people to Christ. And many of the places in which our ministry partners, these these workers are, are under constant threat of persecution from government or religion. The Apostle Paul addresses this in Romans chapter 15. Now I beseech your brethren for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake. And for the love of the Spirit, that ye may strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from them that do not believe. These faithful servants need you to intercede for their protection. Though they are willing to die for their faith, they desire to be for that to be when God wills, not necessarily when men wills. Being God's timing, in God's plan. Pray for their health and strength as they go from place to place. And I don't know how many of you had made the, that have made an international move, but when you do, you're introduced to a whole new set of bugs, sicknesses, and illnesses. Uh, my family and I lived in Australia for eight years. When we first moved there, we caught everything that came across came across in the church family. And then we moved back here to the U.S. to begin this ministry, working with. Now we picked up everything else again. So pray for health, pray for strength, pray that God would protect them from evil things of this world, whether they would think on that which is good and righteous and keep their lives pure. Because they, they, they all know that they're in a spiritual battle against an enemy who, to whom only the Lord can rebuke. So these servants of God, you know, we talk big. But we also know that we're still human. And it's but by the grace of God and Holy Spirit that is indwelling within us that, that we can accomplish this work God has called us to do. So as you go to prayer today, let us remember to pray for the proclamation and pray for the protection of these faithful servants around the world today.